My name is Matt Brown. Jimmy, last year you came out with the braids, man. What's what's this? I had dreads last year. Yeah, 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 the dreads. What's this? Yeah. This is uh my emotional state. I'm <laughs> one with my emotions. So this is what you get. And let's start the show. Everybody, the world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Friday, October 6th, a feel-good Friday, and we have another edition of the Tweet Cap for you where we're going through the biggest stories of the week. We are discussing some internet questions and life questions, and we're giving you nothing but stellar entertainment to take you into your weekend. And before we get into that, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram, at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter, and X, at Pod. We're on TikTok, at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So I don't know about you, but it was a long week. It was hot, unnecessarily hot. I was just dealing with so much personally. And um, I thought it was a bad thing, but you know, we have things we have to take care of. I am, you know, canceling dates with people who wind up being lame. I have people coming at me in all different directions. And you know, I have a lot on my plate, a lot of responsibilities with this show, with my life, with my career. I mean, I'll be 29 years old in a couple of months and I'm getting ready to hit that big milestone birthday, God willing, and thank God that we're here for that. And yeah, as I'm trying to enjoy the fall, because once October is done, it's November, then it's the holidays, my then is my birthday and then it's a whole new year i'm just trying to enjoy every last moment as i'm sure all of you are trying to and we have a lot going on in this world and we're just keep on pushing we keep on potting we keep on just trying to overcome our obstacles and we are here to be lucky enough to enjoy each other's company and do stuff like this so today's show is going to be a real fun one switching up a little bit I don't really get very political, but I figured after being asked by Fresh Faces New Ideas to discuss the Speaker of the House change, I am going to allow that to happen and come on the platform. Fresh Faces New Ideas will be on this week's Tweet Cap. I told him, yeah, we could do that, you know serious show serious a serious moment in the show but we're just gonna have some fun talking about other ridiculous things as long as you don't mind that then we can do it and he agreed so we have fresh faces today we have ryan and jose's here as well and we're about to have a lot of laughs we're about to also have some deep life questions on top of the funny tweet cap stories 
and I believe we're going to have a great hour together and I promise you it's going to be a lot of fun that you do not want to miss so let's do it everybody let us do another tweet cap let's have some fun on this Friday and uh, let's have fun this weekend and let's enjoy the foliage up in the northeast as it is about to transform into the beautiful area and, and I should say the beautiful season known as the fall so it's going to be a good time let's get to it fresh faces jose and ryan that is our crew tonight let us do the tweet cap and let's talk about the funny stuff that's happening in our crazy world and let's also ask some questions to help enlighten this world and our audience so let's do it everybody let's go tweet cap happening right now this is a very productive conversation all right it's october the uh, weather is getting more fally or autumny. Well, I guess not really northeast, but um, it is about to be a good month, and we're about to kick it off. You're, we're about to kick off your first October weekend with a stellar, productive conversations tweet cap, and we have a very diverse slate of sh- segments to talk about. Fresh Faces New Ideas is back. What's up, Fresh Faces? Hey, I'm here, and it's not just for basketball. I know this is very special. <laughs> and we have Ryan Page. How's it going, Matt? And Jose Rivera. What's good? All right, let us get into this. Like I've been looking forward to this show all day. And we have a like I said, we have a very diverse slate of topics <clears throat> to get into. So why don't we talk about something that is genuinely important to this country? And let us talk about on Tuesday afternoon here. In Washington, D.C., right in Ryan's backyard, the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, was removed from office by a vote of 216 to 210, and he was kicked out of there. A historic move that comes days after he reached an 11th hour deal to avert a government shutdown with the help of the House Democrats. And then they ousted the Republican representative. So for... This, you know, our show is very as a diverse audience, a very much a younger crowd as well. But this is really important, especially amongst um, we have an election coming up and then we have a major election just about a year from now. So for all the people who are doing their civic duty and checking out what's going on with this removal of the Speaker of the House, what do we say to those people who are doing the vaping and the premarital sex and the uh, watching Netflix and uh, doing their other lives? What should they know about what happened this week in the House of Representatives? Like, how in-depth do you want? Because the easy answer is it's just like, it's basic proof that the Republican Party has no business being in any form of government and it has no desire to make your lives better <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Um, but like, I could go into more depth and make it very funny if you want, because I, I, I have, I have like very good political thoughts about this, and then I have very funny like making fun of McCarthy thoughts about this. Well, I'll say this: I do think that Matt, you described perfectly Republican Congresswoman Nancy Mace with your uh, premarital sex vaping Netflix watching comments. Um, I'll 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 kick this off actually. Fresh faces. I I believe that you could probably get into this with more depth than I could. Um, but I haven't, as Matt mentioned, I live here in the DMV. Um, we have a hundred and forty thousand folks. My neighbors, my wife is one of these folks who work for the government. Uh, We're not even the largest federal government uh, 
place. <laughs> Texas has almost as much as we do. Um, California has more than Virginia does. Uh, Maryland is about the same as Virginia. Mm-hmm. And what gets lost in a lot of this talk is that in 45 days, the government's going to shut down. I, I, I mean, I, I said this, we said this before, and it didn't shut down. Too, so full, full fairness. I've, I've said this before and I was wrong. They got it. They got it to work. They kept it open last time. Um, but we're going to spend 45 days arguing about um, which person should be in charge. And <laughs> the clock's going to run out and a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. Um, and so I think that, you know, it could be really easy. As Matt was saying, we're talking about like elections, right? Elections to a lot of folks feel like games and like which team, <laughs> red, blue, yellow, orange, the reality uh, you want to cheer show. for. Right. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Uh, who's your favorite power couple? We know who the <laughs> NFL one is. Right. But we don't know in politics. Maybe it's a uh, I don't even know. I can't. I don't know enough to even give you a power couple in politics at the moment. <laughs> but um I do think um, that a lot of what's getting lost in all of this, like gamesmanship and like who's going to take over, should they have done this, meaning either party, should they have done that, is that real people who have nothing to do with any of this are going to lose their job in 45 days because we've decided to do this. We've decided, and it was bipartisan, technically. It was, uh, what's it called, like eight Republicans and the the Democrats uh, came together and this vote of no confidence. Um, he brought it upon himself. I'm sure Fresh Faces will hit upon that. Uh, he agreed to these rules to get the job in the first place. So I guess you can't be too upset, right? Um, when someone says, yeah, you can do this to me. I got no problem. And then they do it to you. It's like, you know, <laughs> uh, you can't ask a dog not to bite, right? But um, I do think that hopefully somebody in all this really sits down and says, you know, let's not worry about this right now. Let's worry. You know, we this is self-inflicted. None of this matters. This is all for show. This is all for elections. Let's actually get the government funded so it can stay open so people can get benefits. So the employees can continue to go to work, the regular employees, not the congressmen, not your senators. I'm not talking about them. I know because they know, get paid. Yeah, exactly. They, 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 they still get paid. But I'm talking about the actual, you know, the other employees and not even like political employees or like, you know, like the thinking employees to put it in like horrible terms, like everybody. Like these are massive like complexes. Yeah, these are massive complexes. People do facilities there, right? People do security there. These people are losing their jobs in 45 days. And we've decided that what's most important right now is to have a popularity contest that frankly, no one's going to win. Um, this will be the hot take that fresh faces can disagree with me on. The Democrats shouldn't have voted this through because um, Hakeem Jeffries is not going to be Speaker of the House. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is not going to be Speaker of the House. Jim Jordan's not going to be Speaker of the House. Steve Scalise is not going to be Speaker. We're not going to have one. Whatever, the, the dweeb in the bow tie that we've got right now as acting <laughs> speaker, whoever that is, the dude they just plucked out and said, OK, you're, you're in charge until we figure out who's in charge. He's just going to do this job until the next election, um, because and frankly, if the Republicans maintain the House, we'll be in the same spot <laughs> unless they like really win and they can get an outright majority of one side or the other. Um, the, the, it's broken. The Republican Party is broken. The system is currently broken and they're not going to pick a new leader. And I think we shouldn't. I think we had too many important things to entertain this nonsense to this week um, and for the next 45 days. But um, so is politics. The show must go on. They need to get their airtime. This is equal of both sides on uh, cable news. They needed to you know, talk to their bases, send out those fundraising emails. And so that's what they've done. Um, and I know because I've received 
a mass amount of those fundraising emails. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not speaking out of my ass. I'm not speaking out of any kind of contempt for a political party. I'm speaking very much just on the ground. People are going to lose their jobs, and that's not doesn't seem to be the priority. Okay. Um, I actually really do appreciate how you put this because it is important to recognize that it's not only the government employees that are going to get hurt. When the government shut down, they cannot do things like send out social security checks, mm-hmm. send out um, uh, you know, people's uh, pensions get hurt. They they can't fund a whole bunch of different things. Uh, SNAP gets hurt. A Head Start gets hurt. Like a whole bunch of um, policies that help people cross the board. But to, to, to figure out how we got here, is 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 a little bit of a long story, but uh, I'll I'll sum it up pretty easily, and then I'll explain why I, I disagree that the Democrats should have saved him. Um, so to start with this, to start here, we have to go back eight years, and that is during the 2016 election, 2015. Kevin McCarthy wanted to be speaker. He was probably wanted. He was probably going to be speaker. However, the thing you have to understand about Kevin McCarthy is, as fundamental as he wants to have power, he's also not very intelligent. Um, he went on television and said Hillary Clinton was doing really well in the polls. And then we started investigating Benghazi over and over and over again and look at her polls. And her party looked and his party looked at him and went, you're a fucking idiot. You're not supposed to say that out loud. So that's how they drafted Paul Ryan to be the Speaker of the House for the beginning of Trump's term. Um, and then Kevin became the leader when Paul Ryan left Congress. Uh, was basically run out, very similar to how John Boehner was run out. Um, so then when the uh, the 2022 uh, elections happened, the red wave never materialized. So he ended up with this small fraction. It was a five-seat majority. This was the same majority that the Democrats had been functioning under from 2020 through 2022 at that point. So what happened was people just thought, oh, yeah, Kevin McCarthy is going to be speaker. However, the problem is there is a current group of Republicans who have no desire to go. People like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, Troy Niels, uh, Lauren Bobert, they have no desire to actually govern. Their policies are driven by some combination of spite and just being objectively stupid people. Uh, so what happened is we got the first speaker in over 100 years to have 15 rounds of voting. Now, this is where Kevin Carter- no trust. Hey, made history. Yeah, Kevin Can't McCarthy. Take that away from he's he's a historical loser. Um, <laughs> uh, Got to so remember something. Two things: this the thing you have to mention that during the entire time of Kevin McCarthy's speaker, he made the right decision a single time, and that's ultimately what got him fired. However, at this point, and this is a thing that um, some people disagree with me, I also believe that the Democrats made a, a mistake in the beginning. So what happened was. Kevin McCarthy was never going to get this group of eight to 20 um, never Kevers to vote for him. So he had to keep offering. Call themselves? Never no, that's, 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 oh, that's I'm okay. somebody else. It's, it's just a very funny thing because that's really yeah. what they're they like, never Kevers. I mean, the branding is good. Yeah, because they never had, like, they they put out Donald Trump, they put out uh, Byron Mullins, they put out Jim Jordans, they put out, I think Steve, it was like a whole bunch of different names, like just random ass people. Um, because technically any American who isn't indicted um, can be the Speaker of the House, which is a whole different story for another time. So mm-hmm. what happened is he basically had to give them whatever they wanted. And this included committees. It included, very importantly, 
the lowering of the threshold for the motion to vacate, which is basically the American version of a vote of no confidence. And that that dropped to a like single that. member being able to, to do this. Now, here's where I think the Democrats messed up. I think after about six or seven votes, when it was clear that he had to to capitulate to these lunatics, the Democrats should have gone to him and said, we will give you your speakership, but you have to promise us that all of these fucking knuckleheads you will not listen to. We'll just do basic mm-hmm. governance shit. You're, you, first off, you don't have the ability. This is the other thing that they don't that that seems to be losses. They don't have the fundamental ability to pass legislation. It's a divided government. You're not going to pass like um, defund the FBI so Trump can do more crimes or uh, fire Joe Biden or. Like the bills that like the Fox News people want will never happen simply because that's how divided government works. So they could that what they should have done is gone to them and say, we will we will guarantee your speakership, but you can't like listen to these crazy people and we'll basically just like do more governance and it'll be like whatever else you want. Like no crazy shit will will uh will raise the debt ceiling, we'll pass the governance spending. And they didn't do that. So ultimately McCarthy relented to these people. Um and as things were going. That's how we end up with this um, this this impeachment. That's like nonsense, which it is nonsense. Like that's a whole nother conversation. How there's like no evidence on any level of all of this. Um, that's how they like that we got that that debt ceiling bill, which is partly the Democrats' fault for not removing the debt ceiling, which ended up hurting working class people, um, which ended up hurting students because part of the the debt ceiling bill was the student loan loan repayment um, was was uh, turned back on. So then what happened is. Kevin McCarthy had to fund the government. Basically, the way that the government is, they do an omnibus spending bill and it's um, everything gets funded. Basically, whatever the current levels are, plus inflation or whatever else they add into it. Uh, So what happened is he tried to pass it with his caucus because they went away. They had their their August recess. Uh, They were gone for six weeks. They came back. There's like 12 days to to turn the government back. on. and during that time, he basically told them, hey, I will give you your impeachment inquiry because they can't actually do a formal impeachment because they don't have the votes for it. Um, so then we can have the government spending bill. And they said, no, they took the impeachment thing, but they said, we need a more draconian bill. So they said, all right. So he tried to pass a whole bunch of different bills. They didn't work. Finally, they did a bill that like seemed it had like massive 30 percent cuts. We're talking 30 percent cut to snap to head start to like basically shredding the oh, uh, see that, though. right, but that's that's this is this is an important bill. This was the most conservative possible position they could have taken on this bill, and the thing that happened in this vote is they made their front line, which are the eighteen Republicans who won in Biden districts where Biden won, and uh, these mostly like New York Republicans because the New York Democratic Party shit the bed, um, which is essentially why we're in this position. Uh, he made them vote on this bill. And then people like Matt Gates who proposed this bill torpedoed it. So McCarthy only really had one option. His option was because these people were never going to vote for him. This, this is the bills. His option was I need Democrat help to do it. So the only time McCarthy did the right thing was to ask the Democrats help to basically pass this funding. So we got a 45 day extension. But because Matt Gates has all these ideas about other things that he wants to do. He said, OK, I'm going to vacate the chair. And basically, he said he threatened this for the whole weekend. Now, Kevin McCarthy, because remember, he's also a fundamentally stupid man, went mm-hmm. on Face the Nation on Sunday and said, yeah, the Democrats basically wanted to shut down government. And there's absolutely no way I'm going to give them any help. I'm going to offer them anything in order to help save my job. 
in which case, and then we now are reporting on this, any moderate Democrat who was like, yeah, you know, maybe we can deal with it. was like, no, fuck you. We just saved your bacon again. It's not our job to save you a third time. Um, so what happened is Gates called the vote and the Democrats said, look, we're not just going to save you for nothing. You have to give us something. McCarthy was like, no, I'm not going to give you anything. So they said, fuck you. We don't need you. And that's how McCarthy lost. Now, as for who's going to be speaker, it's probably going to be Steve Scalise. It may be Tom Emmerich, but it's probably going to be Steve Scalise. Steve Scalise was in a hospital bed last week. It's not going to be Steve Scalise. This is where I'm going to push back. Uh, I will (laughs) say, by the way, I had a joke lined up about the next speaker of the house i just did a quick google about speakers and uh the first thing that came up was the rockford fosgate x317 so they should try installing that instead um there's there's your joke matt but that's where i'm going to push back mm-hmm. because these people aren't serious so you said it this is not i'm not i'm quoting you these people are unserious they're not going to suddenly pick a serious guy well, he's they more did. serious than Jim Jordan. So if you're, if, well, if yeah, we're, I know, if we're like, doing clowns, then they're going to just go for the not Jim Jones, the rapper. <laughs> right. So Actually, like, like, it could be no, but man, it could be Jim Jones. He's an American. That's all you need. That's uh, so the, here's the petition thing. that <laughs> I, I do think it will be because like it has to be. It's not going to be Jim Jordan because you have to balance. So there's a couple things that they have to balance. For, the biggest problem overall is they literally cannot do anything until they figure this out. The house Correct. cannot function without a speaker. Correct. And even though we have a uh, speaker tempora, this this whatever the fuck his name is, we're not ever we're not entirely sure what exactly his powers are because we've never been in this situation. Well he has so that even, bow tie. So. Um, so even the things that he has done, which is forcing Nancy Pelosi and Cindy Coyer to be removed from their offices. Yeah, that um, was they filled me up. with confidence that we we're gonna get a normal person. By the way, that the uh, that the substitute teacher was throwing people out of our offices. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if a substitute teacher actually started disciplining students in like an actual school setting? And one uh, of those students happened to be at the funeral for one of her friends when you well, threw them too, out. Yeah, but like my my point is that. And, I, and we're gonna, we're probably gonna, we're probably hitting time. But I do appreciate you mm-hmm. coming on and explaining it because you know more about like the actual inner workings than myself, anyway. Um, I don't, I can't speak for Matt and Jose, but these are unserious people, as you have stated yourself. And I mean, you said they can't function without a speaker. They couldn't function very well with a speaker. They're not going to suddenly, you know, grow up. None of these people are going to grow up tomorrow and be ready to govern now. You know what I mean? These Matt Gates of the world, the Nancy Maces, all these people we mentioned, I made those jokes about. They're still going to be showboats. They're still going to be doing this for cameras. They're still going to be doing this for fundraising. They don't care that the federal government's not open. They don't care. You will never no, convince agree. me that those people care. And so I'm unless not- Democrats and Republicans, meaning the other Republicans, can come together on a name, and they can't because the Democrats will not be picking Steve Scalise and no Republican is going to pick Hakeem Jeffries. So those names are out. They're gone. There's no chance. And that no. means we won't have anybody. I disagree. Now, here's why, because this is tech. This is a technical thing. So one, there's two things I think that would happen. I think there is ultimately a possibility that if this looks like enough of a shit show, there is a some chance that they only need like five or six of these frontline guys to say, look, this isn't worth it for me anymore. I'm going to go get a lobbying position after this. I'm going to have Sakeem Jeffries as speaker. Listen, I, I, possibility. A, I don't usually right. say this on the show. I'm a Democrat, dude. Listen, I'm not I'm not even fucking with you. I am. I promise you I am. 
we are living in Aaron Sorkin land. I love Aaron Sorkin, by the way. We are living in Aaron Sorkin land. If any of these people from New York, from California, I don't care where you're finding them from. If anyone with an R next to their name is going to go for Hakeem Jeffries to make him the Speaker of the House in the year of our Lord, 2023, we are literally reading an Aaron Sorkin script. That is the right. only time that will and Right. I agree with you. That's very unlikely. However, there is actually another way. So the way that the Speaker vote works is that you just need a majority of the current voting members, meaning that if there is a some type of split between Scalise and Jordan and a whole bunch of them get pissed off and say present by simple fact that there is enough Democrats voting for Hakeem Jeffries, he would become the speaker. You don't think they're that dumb. I mean, maybe you do. I I absolutely believe they're that dumb. So I'll I'll, I'll enlighten you. They're not. (laughs) <laughs> they're not dumb enough to hand it to the other team by accident that's like mark sanchez butt fumble since i know you're on one of the sports shows that is mm. literally you would have to take the ball and you'd have to throw it backward to make a sports equivalent to what you just described they would have to be so mad at each other that they just forgot how to do math. Do it out of spite <laughs> i'm not saying they're good politicians but they'd have to forget how counting works this is the craziest thing like i don't know where they go they, they don't go anywhere there. everyone loses right. their job Everything until the election <laughs> that 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 just which i like as bad it is like this is great for the democrats because the, this dysfunction no, is just not. so <laughs> yes it is it shows that they're they're not a serious governing party and it hurts the government right, but the, when when folks can't, right. when when get, folks can't get paid, right. they don't that's, care that's, who's in charge. They care about the person that's currently standing there. So in these blue districts in Virginia, which is not a safe blue seat, by the way. Right. No, I agree with you when that Those happens, folks will be screwed. So then. we'll get California back. We're going to do that anyway. We could keep the government open and get California back. We're, this is never A government shutdown lasting a year is not good. And there's not not absolutely – well, they. It, Name to me who's going to take charge. Tell me the name that's going to keep it's, it's my either wife's going to job in all my neighbor's jobs. They're going to get <laughs> it's going to be Scalise or Emory. I don't know who else it could be. We, well, we just said how hard lot. that's going to be. Well, well, Jose, what do you think yeah, about this? Yeah, yeah. Jose, last word, last word to Jose. Last word to Jose. He's <laughs> been quiet, patiently waiting to impart his wisdom. Trust me, my only wisdom is that I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and you know what? That makes you the same as at least 20 Republican congressmen. So there you go. You're in rarefied hair. Can I ask you a question? Is the girl giving the hand jobs? Is one of them? Oh. Yeah, no, she's one yeah. of them. Lauren's well, then I'm, with, then I'm with her. You're with her. <laughs> You're with her. She might be the second dumbest person to ever be congressperson. As long as she knows how to work um, her hands. No, we know, Jose. Jose, you need to, what's it called? You need to call like a, a, a special lady friend before these shows going forward. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I mean, you know what? She might be free if the government shut down. She's got nothing going on. Well, there's also the theory that she might have actually been a call girl at one point. Unbelievable. Your Bumble profile? <laughs> Jose, my Bumble profile previous back call. Up. Yo, you got to send it to Colorado. <laughs> I will say uh, this with the Speaker of the House changing and seeing how this all unfolds and to avoid a government shutdown, we will keep a close eye on it and give our great perspective later down the road there. And why don't we switch from talking about the Speaker of the House to uh, Sexy Red? So did you see on Wednesday night (laughs) on Sexy Red's Instagram, there was a video of her sex tape. And, um, you know, that's not good. 
I mean, for her or, you know, you know, it's not good for her. Some other people were were um, excited, but, you know. I don't think we think she's that cute. Sexy red, but yes, the the official story on Wednesday, October 4th, when um, on her Instagram story, the St. Louis rapper had published an entire sex tape on her Instagram. Now, she claims that it wasn't intentional. And um, do you think it was? Do you think um, Sexy Red with one of the most popular songs in America, Ski, with a very iconic lyric that everybody will remember for the rest of their lives? Disagree. <laughs> if you try, if you see me, then you trying to say what's up, ski. And um, do you Man, think? Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please do you... don't do that again. I, I had to just look up who that was. Uh, fresh faces, fresh faces. Who got boned harder this week? Uh, the American people or sexy red? <laughs> okay, so again, I don't know who that was. Um, oh, okay, she, she, she had uh, but it's, the answer is always the American people. <laughs> like it's American, so there you go. Uh, yeah, to answer like, your question, though, Matt. Uh, sorry, I'll let you go jump right. No, no, no. Keep, keep, this I is don't all think. You it, I think it was genuinely like a hack or something. I don't think it was on purpose. Like, I mean, ob- obviously, it'll get some attention, right? So you can mm-hmm. always, you can always find the angle of, well, this will get my attention. But as you pointed out, like she's not unpopular at the moment. This kind of feels like a. Early desperation move. Yeah, like an early or late stage career move. Like when you can't you can't find your footing or you're starting to lose your staying power. You're like, I have an idea. Um, it feels really weird to do this at like kind of on the way up when like people are actually interested in you. So I'm thinking that this was probably either accidental, which is frankly probably not the case, or it was a hack of some kind or something, you know, someone got access yeah, to it. Yeah, she said she didn't do uh, it. You know what well, I mean? Who the, so, fuck, who, who the fuck did it then? She didn't say that. I don't know. I'm, I'm it's, off her, it's off her Instagram account. It's off her shit. <laughs> it, of course it's her. <laughs> Maybe it was I her management no, no, or something. No lie. I just, I never, whatever that stupid song Matt just sang, <laughs> I never heard it before. Yeah, well, fuck that. Ski, fuck it. Because I never heard it before. Until I saw, I saw the whole shit on TMZ this morning. I didn't even know who she was. Oh, I hear that song all the time. He's in Jets Hard Knocks, and maybe that's why their season's collapsing. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah like definitely her. that, and not Aaron Rodgers getting 72 seconds in his freaking uh, NFL or Jet debut, rather. Hey, Zach uh, Wilson almost beat uh, Mahomes. Was, I'm a Jets fan, too, but we're going to disagree. my dad, dude. I've, it's been a rough year for you guys. It is. <laughs> we did. I mean, we did go. No, not even. I'm not even going to give him praise because it's not worth it. <laughs> Broken clocks right twice a day. So, <laughs> yeah, Faces is a Detroit Lions fan, and he's finally oh. getting um, enlightened. Jameer Gibbs has um, literally done absolutely nothing for me in two fantasy football leagues. It's hold on, hold I, I drafted him early. I drafted him real early, and he's been absolutely mediocre at best on fantasy football. I'm sure he's okay, fine so for, for fantasy. I got two things real quick. Fantasy, I got St. Brown, and I picked up a porter, so I'm doing real good. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, if we had gotten Gonzalez instead of Gibbs and we traded for Lamar Jackson, we would have won the Super Bowl. I'm just going to leave it out there. <laughs> well, that, that could be true. I just wanted to score more than nine points. Uh, <laughs> Did you also see well, Sexy might, Red? St. Brown might be out this week. Mm, that's a bummer. But Did you also see Sexy Red was also on – Theo Vaughn's podcast, and she said, no, I didn't see that. 
And she did a whole sit down with Theo Vaughn. She talked about former President Donald Trump. And uh, speaking on the host, she says, I like Trump. Yeah, they support him in the hood. And she also said that she is down to have sex with him. Do you think um, this should happen? Now that. She said that on Theo Vaughn's podcast. I am changing my stance. I am agreeing 100% (laughs) with Jose. If you're willing to sit down, she's a young woman, to be clear. For anyone who doesn't know her, she's not like... 70. Um, so the fact that she was willing to sit down and say that on a into a microphone is indicative that she has absolutely no boundaries. She is willing to do whatever it takes to get headlines. And so based purely on that information, which I did not previously have, this is all her she released this and she's trying to play victim to, you know, make the story go a little bit further. Um, yeah, no, 100%. And that actually makes it super, like, far less interesting to me because now this is just a desperate person trying to be important desperately. Um, okay. But it'll work. I mean, she's not unattractive, I suppose. So I'm oh, sure people are interested. Right? Sure people are interested no. in her tape. Well, probably the so, tape. I haven't seen the tape I actually, yet. I actually do know that clip because I saw somebody retweeting it because uh, the, um, one. The, the, the Thea one, but not for the, the, the sex with Donald Trump, oh. the other <laughs> because because I don't, for those of you who didn't follow politics, um, one of Donald Trump's uh, four times he got indicted in Georgia, he got um, a mugshot. And the right wing's response was, well, not black people are going to vote for it because they're all criminals. And the, I, I shit you not, that is Great. their bold strategy, Kyle. Let's see if it pays off. <laughs> Which is exactly why they're going to elevate all of those voices. They're like, Donald Trump is hood now. A rapper said it. Like, that's what they're going with. Well, I mean, oh a rapper, rapper's kind of a strong word. It's more of a viral sensation, right? I, I, I mean, Matt, they have just the one song, correct? I've only heard the one. <laughs> yes, I've only heard the and one I, song. And I've also it only heard catchy. it from Hard Knocks, by the way. <laughs> like, when you said okay, that well, it was in Hard well, Knocks, that's all I know. I know it from Hard Knocks. There's a good chance it spikes up on um, on the iTunes. It gets really popular for a yeah. week until they remember that she's a black woman and they hate black people. Um, like, it's all astroturf shit. So she might actually be smart enough because these are the, the the easiest mark in America is a Republican voter. So other than that, like, good on her. I think she'd be good with anyone. I think Jose is right. Jose, you've convinced me that and okay. this ridiculous interview. There's no way that this wasn't her plan to try and get somebody, you know, try more, and get somebody get some to more pay clout. attention to her, right? Yeah, this is clout chasing. Um, obviously, obviously, her second single didn't do too well. So, let <laughs> me just put this tape out. Now, yeah, I now could make a music people... video or well, <laughs> a different kind of video. Well, you know, her second song, it, it, her second song, Pound Town 2, with oh, Nicki Minaj and Tay Keith. That could be the music video. That could be the, it could be on purpose. It's literally right? called Not One, Two. Two. You, was there a one? I guess so. Her top five songs on on Spotify, Ski. Yep. Pound Town 2, Peaches and Eggplants, Looking for the Hose, and Hellcats SRTs 2. I want to know what I want to hear the pound town one. Uh, Someone can play play it on. I can't play it on the stream. Not two one. I want to hear the original. (laughs) The story arc. Yeah. It's like the ignition remix. Right. The ignition remix was really big. What was the original ignition? Right. You know what? You should go look up the lyrics and sing it to us. 
You know, that's what she's doing. We could definitely <laughs> save that to the end. Okay. <laughs> but why don't we talk about something else? Let's talk about Jimmy Butler. Did you mm. see on media day on Monday, the 34-year-old NBA all-star showed up in straightened hair, painted fingernails, and piercings. The second year in a row where he chose to he chose to show up to the event with a new look. You know, last year he had crazy dreads and he said quote yeah yeah laugh it up he told the room of snickering reporters he added i'm very emotional this is my emo state and i like this this is me and he also added this is how i'm feeling as of late um is this any sign that uh jimmy butler will win the mvp this year then he stormed out of the room saying this is really me mom this is not a phase. <laughs> and went ahead and played uh, was Avenged Sevenfold on his uh, iPhone Nano or iPod Nano. Um, I mean, I don't know what this says, man. I don't know how this is, how you're linking this to the MVP conversation. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how you're doing that. I think it says that he has a hair straightener. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is so much fun. We've learned that, or he knows someone with a hair straightener, or he paid someone with a hair straightener. But um, I think that's really all we learned from this. Um, I mean, obviously he did it last year, right? So he likes to change up his look around this time. I doubt that this is his. I mean, listen, if he goes out there and like plays an entire season like this, right, with the hair and everything, put eyeliner on, no, he, aggressively, he, he already, uh, he yeah, he's already, he's already back. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying. If he does, if he did, right? If he was like, or or make it his playoff look, that'd be really funny. Uh, where's all black? Um, hmm. Yeah, that'd be really funny. But no, I don't think this has anything to do with his basketball ability. This is just, I think, something he's doing to make himself giggle. You know what I mean? He's like, watch this and go out there. Um, and throughout the entire year, right? when they show Jimmy Butler's headshot and stuff, it will be of the emo look. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's like a funny thing. By the end of his career, you can point to all of the weird. I'm sure he'll do something else next year too. You know what right. I mean? Like it'll just be. It's like a thing he's doing to amuse himself. Um, Which is like what you should do for media day because media day is kind of like goofy as fuck because it's all like, hey, how do you feel about this? Year? I was like, I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm gonna go win the like, like he's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna show up and change my hairdo. Like, why not? <laughs> The email look Jimmy is interesting, Butler. though, because it is he's, super different. He's super say. smart for doing it that day, though, because then it kind of avoids the Dame letter, uh, letter conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're Jimmy, right. Yeah, Damian Lillard gets traded that. last so, week. But, no, everybody stopped talking about it and all looking at the email look. Now it's like it kind of avoids that and kind of moves on from the situation. Because you want Butler media mastermind. Yes. Maybe not MVP, For maybe sure. media mastermind. Maybe he's so smart. His, strengths. his Miami Heat went from like the second best team in the East down to like the fourth real fast. <laughs> and one that's trade. for the emo look. And one trade. Yeah. <laughs> and he covered that yeah, up. So you know what? Really... That's impressive. To cover that's... up that big a decline with just your hair, that's an impressive feat. I would be crying too knowing that I've been going to the what? Back to back. To the Easter Conference Finals, and now that ain't happening no more. I would if I was good, I mean, the, the East is probably pretty shaky out for even Boston. Like, is shaky on paper, and Milwaukee's Boston just picked Boston just picked up uh, Pazingas and uh, what's the name? Yeah, Pazingas is already hurt. Yeah, Holiday. Sorry, they picked up Holiday. It just replaced Smart. Yeah, but Pazingas is already hurt. So like, and and Stanley Brown. Also appears to not have learned how to dribble with his left hand. So, like, 
you know, good on Jimmy Butler. Like, like the only way somebody would have topped this at media day was when James Harden showed up. If he showed up in a fat suit, like, like, like Jimmy Butler won media day because nobody else cares about anything else other than whether because James Harden didn't even show up. Because tonight is the night that I will follow you over again. Did you see the uh, team photos though? That was a little funny. I see him with the rest of his team. Like, so yeah, it was other teammates and they were just like laughing the entire time. <laughs> and he, I will say he committed, he kept a straight face. He did not like laugh with them. He did not joke with them. He committed to the bit the entire time, which I thought was really, really funny <laughs> as his teammates yep. were like, what are you doing? He was like, that's my hair. <laughs> the only other thing is I saw another, uh, Wemby video of him like stretching and stuff and doing like four workouts. Like, one, I still can't believe he's a spur. Two, the man still looks like a fucking alien. Like, like watching him move around, he is too damn big. Like, it is just freaky watching him move. And he's so he, he's he's so gonna be like a Greg Oden. Nah, <laughs> don't, don't, Greg Oden. He's gonna be he's gonna be so injury prone. He's done. The knees are gonna be shot by halfway through the season. <laughs> oh no well jimmy butler please keep us entertained and you definitely will <clears throat> now i want to talk about the golden batch yes which is oh. uh the perfect transition am i right the newest yes. here from a forbes magazine article the newest bachelor is proving to be a ratings darling for abc and hulu as last week's premiere of the golden bachelor a spin-off featuring older adults searching for love became the most popular bachelor premiere in the last several seasons including episodes of the bachelorette and bachelor in paradise so we have 72 year old gary turner trying to find love amongst a group of women between the ages of 60 and 75 and 4.3 million people tuned into ABC to watch and another 3.3 million people another ah, and another 3.34 million viewers watched it on Hulu so seriously over seven and a half million people checking this out I don't know if you actually saw it actually watched an episode these women are nuts these women are so much fun to watch this guy seems pretty down to earth but you also see no matter the age if if two people are single people will think of various ways to get their attention and you know all the biological parts are are still there assuming your heart's beating and you know the genuine attraction i was fascinated by this social experiment i'm watching and i see like i mean it's insane like i'm very inspired these of these later years how some of the how good some of these people look like man keep yourself healthy you could really shock some people and again i was just i mean i was seeing like i i I was i was amazed what i was seeing guys are you impressed at all with with this i don't know if you actually tuned in i don't know if i'm going to be a regular viewer but um you know it was the most popular show in tv this week and it seems like it's getting a lot of traction okay so so go go for it one, I think Matt learned something about himself watching this. Um, two, uh, oh, man. two uh, Wheel of Time season finales tonight, so um, that's going to win. Uh, and three, I think this made money for being different. Like, all the Bachelors are kind of the same at this point, and all the Bachelors right. are the same at this point. Um, 
So this was like an interesting idea. But I think it also goes to show that the studios need to pay the actors and the writers so they can get some like actual television back on TV. Um, um, I mean, granted, granted, we're going to be stuck with this type of stuff for like a year because everything is backlogged with the with the strikes. But like, seriously, pay pay uh, your workers so we can get like decent television again. Yeah, so I'm not going to be a regular viewer. I think I'm probably with you, Matt. Um, I did. I watched a lot of the promo and all that stuff in preparation for this. I did start the first episode on Hulu, uh, like right before the show. I'll probably finish that just, you know, to so for completion's sake, I'll, I'll probably want to finish the episode I started. But what I will say is, so obviously this is a novelty. I don't know that they can, like, insert this into the, uh, into, like, the ongoing... Um, like cycle if that makes sense you know mm-hmm. what i mean because uh, if i understand correctly and I, I am not a bachelor bachelorette person um really i'm not no i know i do the pop culture no. show and i'm not a bachelor <laughs> bachelorette watcher but um do watch love is blind but anyway not the point um, I love love is blind. it's a great show uh so but my understanding is like the runner-up is the next person up so like if you don't get uh the love of your life you're on deck to try again uh Am I correct in that the way that schedule works by and large? Yeah, if you're good enough, then intriguing enough, they might bring you back to be right, a person yeah. searching for someone. Sure, right. So if you're on the show as one of the contestants, you oftentimes are up at some point to uh, be a, to be like the main person. But with this older group, right? Eventually, the it will wear off, and people will realize they are watching a bunch of old people try and like you know hook up yeah and not that there's anything wrong with that actually um but i do wonder what kind of attraction that has long term about television so you know i think that this season will do well i don't know that i mean if there's like a standout person and they're young enough because also so right now he's 72 yeah so yeah. let's let's say like someone who's 70 really stands out so they you know wait a couple years do it again now she's 74 like we're getting to ages now where we don't necessarily want all these folks on tv we don't want the boomers to find us no i don't want to be fatalist but like what happens if one of your contestants ends up in hospice care? Uh, you know what I mean? Like I've, everyone from the first episode seems to be in really good shape, right? They all seem to be very active and fit. Uh, I mean, they all seem to you know take good care of themselves. But when you get to like ages of you know in, well into your seventies, like you do run into that risk, right? Or and so I don't know. I just wonder. Like you can't necessarily keep going back to this well. It'd have to like restart every year. And I just, I feel like that there's, this is not something that, this is a fun one-off. I would be shocked if they do it more than twice. Um, I don't Mm -hmm. know if they'll see it that way. If it does, you know, the numbers numbers are good. So they'll, they'll, they'll ride this until the numbers fail because that's how the networks work. But I don't foresee this having the staying power. They probably hope it will have based on the early numbers. I think it's just because. Well, A, because The Bachelor and Bachelorette are so similar. And B, like, I, you know, I talked about, I watch, um, I've watched The Ultimatum. Love, I've is, watched blind. Love is Blind. Right? So you have you have competition on Netflix now. And then you also can get even raunchier with, like, you know, uh, what's it Naked called? Naked Attraction? Love Island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but, like, Love Island, right? And, like, um, what is that one? Too Hot to Handle. I don't think they're doing anymore, but they did a few of those. Like Milf Island. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> you can get even spicier. So, like, people can get 
a lot of, you know, people can get kind of their, their, you know, insatiable appetites fed in this space already. So kind of going the other way makes sense because it's getting really crowded on look at how hot our contestants are end of the spectrum. So like trying to find maybe, you know, so another angle in that space, I think is ugly good. Love? I just don't, I got you. I, got I don't you. think you can call it it's ugly love, girl. Matt. I like, I know I probably would be a casting director's dream for ugly love. However, <laughs> if they said we have this show, we want you to be on it. It's called ugly love. I probably <laughs> out of principle would say, I don't want to be on it. And they'll be like, why you think you're attractive? And I'm like, no, but like, <laughs> if I'm on your show, I have to admit it. You know what I mean? Like, I have to say it to the entire world. Like I'm Ryan and I'm on ugly love. <laughs> you know, what was your simple idea arithmetic just... one plus one equals two. If Ryan's on ugly love, he is there for. So yeah, you can't go ugly, but I think this is like a, a way to kind of explore a different aspect. I, I have to assume these guys are not going to be quite as like promiscuous and quite as like overtly sexual as their counterparts on the other shows are. Um, I don't know. I watched some of those contestants. They they were getting freaky in that. They were. No, I, I saw I, like I one. Like one of these they're... women just taking his face and sucking it. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, but I he's feel like, like seventy five years old. I again, I feel like ultimately by the end of the series, we'll have less of those moments. I do. There was some pretty, and there really was it's some more moments, <laughs> or it's still the Bachelor, rather. No matter no, no matter what your age. You're it's going you, if you have those yeah. if you have that tension in your body and as long as the other person wants the tension to share that tension with you they're going when you in get to that age though i I, feel, I mean i don't know i'm not that age i just feel like it's bound to just you know over the but course of the season it's bound to the change. answer the answer to it is easy you just keep you have a, a bed team on standby with one <laughs> medic and you can't do that like, like no no, no, no <laughs> like, like, so like we do this for baseball games and like sports where we have like a like a like a crew on standby, you just do it for the show. Gary, fine. get back out there. Uh, Jeremy, yeah. what are you doing? You got women out there. Come on. Yeah, you, like, <laughs> yeah just take a take a an Advil or, or whatever. They Everyone no, he but gets like, a bare aspirin before every uh every pool scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever the uh the next season though, and this would be a fun throwback. You guys ever uh you guys remember the show uh Beauty and the, uh Beauty and the Beast or Beauty and the Geek? Yeah, uh, that was on like uh the CW and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they do a version of that for the the Bachelor. That's their next season. Beauty and now and I'll the take geek. my million dollar check. <laughs> Bachelorette Geek Squad, bunch of geeky yeah. guys going for a oh, but make it one of the contestants from this season. <laughs> bunch of geeky guys get a really hot grandma. Yeah, and Jose, Jose, well, have I mean, you been there's impressed obviously going to be a woman version. Like they're obviously going to do a woman version. Oh yeah, they should do a chubby chaser one. <laughs> they, that would that would actually make a lot of uh, a good amount of headway just simply because of like the like the online backlash. Right. Well, I mean, I do think they could probably, and I was surprised at this on this version of the show, Matt. I don't know if you agree. And we actually talked about something very similar when we talked about Naked Attraction last week. The women on this show, right? The the contestants, and even by the way, Jerry, the uh, the guy, right? Um, are pretty conventionally attractive people. Oh yeah, like they're they're very physically fit. That you know they 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 have all of the conventional attractive qualities. They just are seventy. Um, and so like 
I thought when they did this, there might have been an opportunity to get like a little bit more normal looking people in there. Uh, there was, you know, they, they went, they were, they were, they, they knew what they're doing casting. They went with that one lady though, the one who was in the Bears tracksuit in the promo materials. Oh. Uh, what was her name? She was like, used to be a Bears uh, dancer. She wasn't the one who touched her tush, right? I don't remember now. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll, I'll literally, I literally was like mid watching it and I was like, all right, time to do the show. But, but um, yeah, she was. She caught my eye in the promo because she wasn't in like an elegant ball gown. She was in like a tracksuit, like a Bears tracksuit with the blue and the orange. Um, and she looked uh, again, probably just because she was in a tracksuit, everyone else was in a gown. But she looked a little bit more like a normal person. And so I thought they'd do a little bit more of that with this because, like, yes, obviously you don't, you know, they're on TV, but also they're seventy. You know what I mean? So like, but I don't know. Um, it just goes to show you that the the looks the looks matter on television. No matter what, uh, we discussed it with Naked Attraction. It seems to be playing out here. I wouldn't be surprised if the most conventionally attractive. Uh, who's that girl in the gold dress, Matt? You know what I'm talking about? I don't remember any of their names, to be honest. I don't either. But um, the girl in the gold dress. I know what you're talking about. Be, exactly she was like er, she was one of the early people to come out. Like mm-hmm. in the beginning. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised me if she ends up winning based purely on the fact that she's very, you know, attractive. Attractive. <laughs> So we know we know what the four letter word is, and it rhymes with stealth. <laughs> well, actually, they're probably a grandparents at this money. point. Yeah, they're gilfs now. They ain't fucking gilfs. Oh, so oh, god. <laughs> you, you can be both. Technically, I mean, you, you have to, to actually. You t- have to t- be both. <laughs> yeah, you graduate to gilf. You got to be a milf first. You have to graduate. Oh my god. But I, again, I, I do mean, think the show will. I think the show will settle down. I do agree. Think that will happen. Yeah. Probably after the first season, but I ain't gonna lie. I saw one episode. I mean, there's some of them I'll smash. (laughs) (laughs) There will be a lot available after the. That's an award. If there was an award for the least surprising thing anyone has ever said on the show, (laughs) it has to go to Jose with "I would smash" (laughs) in almost any context. (laughs) Trevor, there's some really attractive people in that. (laughs) Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Uh, Did you hear what happened? Let's. Let me just ask the question that everybody wants to be asked. And for us who have done a lot of coverage, but it seems that it is getting too much. Is the Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, are we done with it? Are we tired of it? Are we ready for it to go? Everyone else answer. Travis Kelsey's birthday today. Happy birthday, Travis. My Um, God, it was entertaining and then it was in New York. So, like, that's cool. And I know every game that she's there, they're going to do this shot to – her in the 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 box but like okay it's it doesn't matter it has no impact on football like we're done with it it's fun enough is enough i'm gonna i can't i was gonna wait for jose too i can't i, was, do it. I think you can't do it i, I tell you go for it go for it. it go for it no go for it you go for it i mean who gives a i mean really i don't really give a fuck about it but who gives a fuck who he's smashing as long as they're winning and I'm keep winning my bets, that's all I give a fuck about. So if ever since he Taylor didn't get a touchdown, well, I don't give a shit. But see, this whole shit started at week two, correct? Am I? Am no, I no, correct? It started two weeks week, week four. No, it did yeah, not great. start two. No, 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 no. This is the football math, and I've been yelling about Matt on text. This is, this is football well, math. Week, this is not week, real math. Week three she was su- when this when she, she made a appeared. surprise appearance in week three, and then she made a second appearance in week four. It was <laughs> seven days. The entirety of the NFL fan base lost their mind. 
in the course of seven days, seven days, that is one whole week. You couldn't listen to Taylor Swift songs for one whole week, football fans, without losing your ever loving minds. It's absolutely, I'm going to say it's an indictment on an entire group of people. And I'll say we have another football story that will probably segue into this. It was a week, guys. That's it. Seven days. She showed up. Surprise during the one game and then they announced she was going to the other game which she went to and that's it that's all oh, that's oh, happened oh, nah, it's over a week because it was middle no it's not I'm because not the Arrowhead game the Arrowhead game <laughs> Arrowhead was, ta- was a but- was, Sunday the Jets no, because, game was the next Sunday <laughs> you're missing because they uh Travis was like oh uh, what's your name came to Arrowhead and rocked the state that stadium why that was a tweet no one gave a okay. crap about that. Yeah, but that was talked about. That is not what ago. we're talking about. No, no, no. I get what no. you're saying. I get what, what you're saying. I get what you're, it's been a week, but it's really, it's been over a week. Listen, all it's I been a week. It's been a week. Everyone lost their minds over a week. And I'll say this. I, I showed Matt an image. Maybe I'll tweet it out um, when this episode goes live. Are they smashing like Trippy Red, whatever? What's, what's your name? Sexy Red. <laughs> Sexy Red. Trippy Red is a totally different thing. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, I saw a, a uh, it was a picture from some Eagles fans. Um, I thought it was crass. I thought it was gross. Uh, now, Matt knows, Jose knows he does the show with me as well. I'm a wrestling fan. Um, and you have to be pretty shameless to watch that and admit that into a microphone, I think, even still as it gets nah. more popular. But one of the times that I felt genuinely embarrassed to be a professional wrestling fan was back in, I want to say 2015, 14, 13, sometime in that, in the 20 teens, when uh, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella, and AJ Lee were sharing a ring, and then Naomi came out, and the fans started to cheer about those people performing um, oral acts on their famous wrestling husbands. The whole arena did it. They all chanted about all of them, and it was gross. And I am seeing already, after one week, those women, in fairness to the fans, and there's very little fairness to be had, the women's division around that time sucked for a long time. They were boring to watch, and the fans had had enough. After one week of stellar ratings and a couple of songs we don't like that much. NFL fans got there. They went from zero to 900 in seven days. You got to think about that. It is a game. Children play this thing. Not for millions of dollars, but they play it nonetheless. Wait, the amount you of think hate. This is not Taylor Swift people getting in- invested in the football, not the football fans getting invested in Taylor Swift? No, this is about football fans not wanting Taylor Swift in football. This is what this is about. The Taylor Swift fans don't want to be football fans either. They just want to watch Taylor Swift do literally anything. And it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. I will give you that. You know what it is funny? Sense to me, she didn't have to be in front of camera. She was specifically in perfect view of each camera each time. She could have sat in the back of that suite. See, this is what I'm talking about. What? <laughs> what? That's bullshit. That's Wait, is your, is your, shit. No one would so, ever say that about anybody else. That's absolute horse Yeah, Roger sat in the back of the suite. That's horse crap. That anyone's head went there. Why did she sit where we could see her? She <laughs> wants tickets to a game, you numb nuts. What do you mean, why? Who cares why? Who cares? To, wait, 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 wait. You think she point. bought? Is she? You think she bought 
those tickets or charged game or she got it comped i don't know it doesn't really matter she was given tickets and she went to a game like i think i think goes both ways though because then it wasn't there at the game they were uh trying to promote her fucking movie that's coming out next week but yeah who cares nbc ran a commercial for a movie and for free the nfl told him you are running this for what does that matter to you at all to any three of you answer to me why you care that the NBC did a free commercial instead of a paid commercial the, for Taylor Swift? No, no, no. Answer my question, and then you can ask your question. It wasn't this, an NBC. It wasn't an NBC commercial. It was at the stadium. So if I, I have two NBC, friends that at the Jets game. NBC and what was it? CBS are the two who aired it. Yeah, ESPN who aired Fox it? And not. Yeah, they said it's no. A, it's ABC. It, it ABC, whatever. Air. Yeah, two people aired it out of Fox. So why do we care if two out of five air it? Who cares for free? Like, I don't care. But it, you got to admit, though, it, it, it was too much to the point where they had to make a statement defending yeah, the their changing, things to, to so the, the changing uh, of their like their bio to be about Taylor Swift was stupid because they're they're not a Taylor Swift company. They're a football company. They're a football league. They should focus on football. But who? The NFL. But the NFL should be focused on Taylor Swift. But didn't they just well, no, they should be focused on football, but I'm saying it's okay that they show Taylor Swift as long as but they're didn't also showing football. Jersey, like sell out. Yeah, like a 400% increase in Kelsey jerseys. Yeah, but that's that's women's, uh, 400% on women's jerseys. Oh, yeah, I did hear that. I did hear that. That was 400%. Okay, but then the NFL made money off. That's money, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. This whole thing is ludicrous. The NFL is making fistfuls of money over this, and fans over the course of a week got mad. And I just don't understand how we got here, how the NFL fans got so mad at just a person watching a football game. Twice, in fairness, but twice. Oh, watching football okay. game, nonetheless. Can, can I also make a point, too? Mm-hmm. Like like you said with uh, Jose, that statement, like, I don't understand how we got here is, like, a really good statement for almost anything that happens in America at this current point. Yeah, but we so, can fix this. That's the difference. That's we why can the fix James memes, I think. That's also the thing. We can fix every almost every single oh, thing. Oh, no. We, meaning the people in this on this screen, can't fix almost everything, really. Not alone. But this this can be fixed. And were we going to talk about the fights, Matt? Was that what's next? Yeah. So let's go right into it. Atkins can I just say games. one last go, thing? Go ahead. Go for, go for it. Because I'm going to connect them anyway, so it doesn't matter. Taylor Swift... Taylor Swift combined with the NFL is like alcohol, where a little bit is fun, but you have too much, it makes you want to throw up and punch a wall. Which means you're an alcoholic. It has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. If that's hey, your reaction, I love alcohol, talking about Taylor Swift. Problem. But even I could say, and Travis Kelsey says, they're overboarding it. Well, they're overboarding it because they're like invading this man's life in this young and, relationship. And there's also been reports this might be their way to have her accept a halftime show, which would literally destroy. She already, Usher, Usher already she said no three the, times. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm saying Usher. for the future, though, for like yeah, next uh, year. She said no three times. Not, if she doesn't want to do it, she's not going to do it. Travis Kelsey's not going to But this is why the NFL, well, we'll scratch your back. These ads, we could charge millions of dollars. We're letting you do it for free. Just More show up. You re- she Chicago could just stand there and do Bears. this for 15 minutes, and it'll be considered a modern classic. More people watched the Chicago Bears play than watched previous freaking like playoff games last season. The Chicago, Chicago Bears are point seven to three right now. She already <laughs> gave yeah. the NFL plenty. She does not owe them anything. Pe- millions of people watched the Bears play. 
The Bears right. suck. Well, they watched her, but not the Bears. No, I know they nobody watched her. Wa- nobody knows who Justin millions, Most of those people watch it don't know who Justin Fields is. Exactly. Mill- millions of people watched her watch a Bears game. They The ratings that she gave them were freaking through the roof in that game. They got their like, money's worth out of it. Maybe that. she actually likes to watch the football games. Like, maybe sure she does. Maybe. I think she came out and said she's an Eagles fan at some point. Well, she's from Pennsylvania, so that makes sense. But yeah, and then the the big thing, as I said, maybe they actually like each other, and um, I think they do. We'll see what happens. I'll say last thing before we move move on. If she, if she, um, if she shows up to Minnesota this weekend, she likes him for real. Yeah, because nobody shows up to Minnesota for shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you have to go to Minnesota to do that. Um, All right. No, Minnesota is great. I'm sure, but you're just saying it. Bullshit. Fucking cold. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure it's a nice oh, city. It's cold. It's cold. Yeah. So just two more segments, and then I have some questions, some deep mm-hmm. internet questions. Um, first, this is a general thing, also NFL related. You know, we talked about. Well, it was talked about on this show, on the NFL show, how the fights are the fights at NFL games are getting insane where literally somebody was beaten to death at the Dolphins and Patriots game earlier this year. And you know what has happened since then? I know. Well, it was fatal. Uh, One punch enough. So all I'm just saying that, and in response to this, we just see more fights. I saw Raiders and Chargers fans fighting. Seahawks and Giants fans fighting. People are going nuts. Men and women, men and men. I saw it's, it's those stands are ruthless. And it ever since that the NFL hasn't made a statement. And I saw a couple articles. Well, the NFL is willing to, you know, promote Taylor Swift, but can they at least take a step forward and make sure their fans are safe? Uh, because we've seen a lot of fights there. But that's not that, that's not the NFL's problem, though. That's, I know it's not, but I'm true. saying should is should what are we? It should. Should it be the NFL's problem? Should the NFL no. step in? No. What, what, this is about personal responsibility. This is the same as the people who lost their minds over the Taylor Swift. Everyone needs to grow up a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit from where we are now. We're at like, you know, six. We need to get to like Everybody 12. should have give more hugs. No, no, it's not even about it's not even as corny as that, Matt. Like, yes, that's funny. I get it. But like, in all seriousness, because someone did die. And then the question is, well, we can talk about Taylor, but we can't stop. You killed them. It's you. You were the fans. Look in the mirror. You're a fan of football. You did the fighting. The NFL mm-hmm. didn't fight anybody. Taylor Swift's not fighting anybody. Hugh Jackman made it out alive of that Jets game. <laughs> you're the fighting people. It is the fans who are fighting. So if you want the fighting to stop and you're an NFL fan, just chill the fuck out. Collectively. And I know I, when I'm I say it in sure. that voice, it, you're 100% right, but you know but that's seriously. not going to happen. Well, then He's you can't be more- mad. Then you can't be mad. You can't expect yeah, people like, to do your shit for you. You have a job. I, I to agree do. with that. Do and it it's, or don't. But don't get mad when no one does it. Can we, we talk about like, like, the, first off, the NFL can't keep its its employees safe. Like, well, yeah, it, it, a, like <laughs> I mean, it's a dangerous sport. In fairness, they know. Right. That. But like, you know, how many? How long did they hide concussions and shit for? Um, so, let's like, yeah, he's right. Like. Don't fight people at fans at, at stadiums. It's not worth fighting people at stadiums. Um, if you're somebody who thinks you get too frisky at games, either don't go to games or stop drinking so fucking much. I'm sure the $18 beer isn't worth you laying somebody out and ending up in the in, in a jail cell for a night. 
Yeah, oh, the, he, one guy killed a man. He's going okay, to jail yeah. for a while. Well, obviously, that person's probably going to jail for a while. Uh, but like, but like in general, you're gonna get your like you're gonna get tossed out and probably banned from the stadium forever. You know what's funny though about this, and people make the points. These security guards look so weak. You have like some eighty-year-old woman trying to stop, stop it now, stop. You have yeah, because they going. were expecting to have to like walk you to your seat, not break up a freaking prison riot. Should they have more police there? You know, no, they no, should behave. But I know on, they're not going to behave. Let's be clear about something. The answer to should we have more police is almost always no. In like every single circumstance. Uh, but yes, just fucking behave. Like, like you're. I, it, like, it is. You know, it's funny you don't see too. The, the contradictions that, that, you know, people. I see like the meme pages, right? Look at this fight. We have to stop. Look at all these people filming instead of stepping in. Yet you're the one broadcasting these yeah. very fights. No, but seriously, Matt, you don't see the problem with the, the thought process. The NFL fans in these last yeah, few segments have been hitting sure. each other repeatedly. And have been, frankly, I'm just going to say it, making pretty fucking gross comments about Taylor Swift for no apparent reason. And the problem has to be the NFL needs to do something about this. The NFL needs to police the fans more. The NFL needs to stop showing fans things that make them upset. Why are we in that mindset where the fans can do no wrong and that the NFL has to bend around the bad behavior of fans? The fans are behaving badly. And maybe because I'm not like I mean I'm a Jets fan, but you know, and you want to start a fight right? every game. <laughs> but no, but say it is what it is. Like I, I mean, frankly, if my fantasy football team wins, I don't really care what the Jets score is. That's just a true story. If I win <laughs> fantasy football, I couldn't care less what the Jets do. The Jets can literally lose every game. If I win fantasy football, I'm sad. So I don't care. And maybe that's why I can see this because like people have like their fandom burned so deep in there. Right. But it's like we are the problem. It's like, look in the mirror. If you're the one who's getting mad about this stuff, all of this stuff, you're the one who can get brought to the point of rage about a football player in any capacity, be it their performance, be it who they're dating, be it what team they play for. If a football player can bring you to the point of actual rage, you're the problem. It's not what you're watching. It is not the people around you. It is not a lack of security. It is you. It's on you. And to answer your question, we shouldn't try and find another solution, Matt. We keep doing that. We keep saying, oh, well, that'll people will never change, so we'll work around it. No, oh, quickly not. It. Somebody Make died. People change. Make they went people to change. a game thinking, I'm going to enjoy watching my Patriots, and now I'm dead. So nothing's going to well, change. I mean, I mean, people die doing like all types of dumb shit. Like people go to water parks, bump their heads, and they drown. Like, like yeah, shit happens. I know, but game, I mean, Patriots are bad, but I don't know if they're dumb shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's that's the um, that's like I think he Ryan's I like the right. Jets. Like, <laughs> the like, Jets going to a Jets game is dumb shit. I'll give you that. Uh, well, I mean, you could, you could go to a Bears game or at this point a Panthers game, um, mm, like true. because the Bears are they're up like thirty points right now. Um, the uh, like he's right. Like it's fucking sports. Like the the only people who should be like really mad would be the players and they're not, not even, fighting because they're all like, millionaires. Yeah, they don't care yeah and like <laughs> and then the argument is oh i bet on this game well if you bet enough that you're fighting somebody for this you have a gambling problem which is a totally different conversation that we need to deal with in in just in terms of uh like how gambling works with people because it's it's addictive and shit but like how's that do you you like, gamble? Uh, yeah. if you're if, 
have you ever you, have you ever hit a parlay by hitting your neighbor? No, not I mean it depends on what time. I mean, are you in prison? Like, there you go. See, <laughs> probably hitting, hitting will still, even if you're betting, hitting. I will say the fight the will still not fix it. <laughs> I should have laughed at somebody's misfortune, but I saw this person last year in a Packers-Raiders game. They threw him down the stairs, and he literally rolled like a bowling ball. I was about to fall, like, a couple stories. I'm like, man. Which All is, I'm like, saying dangerous. is... dangerous. It's yes, funny, you're but right. dangerous. You're right. Mind your business. Watch the game. Maybe if I have kids, probably have to wait till they're older to go to a game. I think that's fair. But uh, or, or or have a You should not be bringing babies to a game. Like like your I've kids seen, like I've probably seen, ten. Right. Exactly. Or just go I've seen I've yeah, bring no, it. no, that is a terrible idea. That that is literally every any time you introduce firearms into a situation, more people die. Literally that's that is true. literally oh, I will true. say but, the you know, NFL though, the only time I've ever seen a sweet fight was at an NFL game. Wait, what? Or, the sweet fight? A sweet, like in a box suite. I've seen a oh, fight okay. happen there at a Chargers game. Like so, there's a video of them fighting in the damn suite. So real talk, if Taylor goes to another game, but she does start a sweet fight, does that make it all better? Are we all yes. friends with her again? That's what we yes. need. Oh, we, need we, we, see, we need Taylor. We see her. Oh, no, we see her again. Hold up. If she shows up to a game and starts a sweet fight, the response for the craziest motherfuckers is that this woman should be banned from football from life. That's what they're going to say. You know what? He's right. Which, oh, yeah, which she needs to do, what she needs to do is when when Travis Kelsey uh, celebrates touchdown she should show her vagina in the suite. Hey oh no no no! All right, big cat with your nonsense. Yeah, obviously we're not that into one. that. Um, and that by the way, that does bring up big cat said something very similar to that. It was gross when he said it. Um, Who's big cat? He's oh, he was the guy who said she should release a sex tape, right? Yeah, exactly. With Travis Kelsey. That was fucking disgusting. And then Sexy Red said, oh, hold my beer. But um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, yeah, the way that fans have taken to football this year has been cultish at best. Yeah. Um, and it really needs to be and, addressed. But it can only be addressed by the fans. It can't be addressed. No one can save us. Fans have to I mean, make make the realization themselves and fix it. The festival I mean, the, of friendship. The, the fans aren't the only one losing their festival. shit over for uh, over Taylor Swift, like I don't know how many of you saw this. Like, yeah, no, you're fans, aware though. Travis Travis Kelsey is like doing Pfizer commercials, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like there have been some truly unhinged things said about this. Like, like Newsmax oh, Aaron Rodgers them to be executed. Called, called Aaron. Pfizer, which is pretty funny, actually. Uh, like, <laughs> man, it's it not even the halfway point of the season yet. <laughs> Not even close the quarter point this year. I think this, this season this season is wild. This season makes no sense. This season is and there's really a lot. There's game. not a lot of been. There hasn't been a lot of competitive games either. A lot of blowouts. No, there have been a lot of blowouts. Oh. Well, suppose a lot of teams have been really fucking bad, and then the good teams are like really good. <laughs> Seriously. And then there's the the Broncos who are just fucking terrible. One more story before I mean, we have. Can we, can we talk, like, how do you get seventy hung on you on your defense and you don't have negative fantasy points? Like how is that possible? <laughs> Like Jacksonville's defense was rated worse than the the Broncos' defense that week. <laughs> like, what? How? What type of system are you using? That makes no sense. It's it's the script, man. It's the script. The script. I mean, yeah. You, got when you give up seventy, season. when you give up seventy points, you'd think that'd be the worst defense. I didn't know that they were the. I didn't know that was a thing, but they had two points. Jacksonville was minus two. <laughs> well, they didn't give up any turnovers. In that game, so you give uh, up seventy points. <laughs> yeah, ten touchdowns. 
the back of quarterback was able to throw one. <laughs> Toys R Us, Ryan, what's going on with Toys R Us? Are we seeing the greatest comeback of all time? Explain it. We could be. Uh, Toys R Us is coming back. They are relaunching in 24 different stores across the country. Um, they are, they're already in New Jersey. Small, uh, what's called the American Dream Mall down in New nice. Jersey. Uh, they're opening one in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth airport, which I think Ooh, is interesting. Just, just um, what I want to do when I go to the airport. Yeah, exactly. Um, so one thing in my research that I haven't been able to find, well, two things. Number one, why? No one, no one has explained why. Um, when Toys R Us went out of business, they sold a lot of its intellectual property, a lot of its physical spaces. Um, so they kept the name. Uh, and one thing they did keep, even though they were told to sell it, apparently, was a uh, good old Jeffrey the Draft. Uh, however, iconic, iconic Jeffrey the Draft. I have not seen any mention if Jeffrey is coming back as the official, unofficial spokesperson of the air, the air uh, airport Toys R Uses. Um, <clears throat> they're not all in airports, to be clear, but some of them are. Do you and realize they need the reveal, the the uh, reveal video on Twitter? They need the reveal video of Jeffrey the Draft coming back. Oh, I mean, if he comes back, we don't know if he's back. I don't know that. There's no I mean, Toys R Us without Jeffrey the Giraffe. They're well, just I mean, Toys R Us. <laughs> so again, people Not were Toys interested. Toys R Us. If you people know, people were I'm interested at. in buying. I don't. <laughs> I just. I was like, <laughs> did you catch that? Because it sounded like oh. he was coming on to me with that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um. No, so they were going to sell Jeffrey the Draft, the IP, and I don't know that they did or they didn't. So it's a big question mark. Whether yeah, this or not they is a good even movie. Use Jeffrey, the Return of Toys. Could you imagine, Russ. or could you imagine just a movie about the ownership of Jeffrey the Draft? This is like Dumb Money, which I still have to see. You know about the GameStop? Yeah, exactly. Um, that was like the scandal. best thing that happened during the pandemic. That was so much fun. Oh, the yeah, game. And there's a whole. Movie I know people made a lot of money in that. Not us. Many pair. That oh, was an oh. early tweet cap. This is the first ever tweet cap story made it to a movie. So yeah, the only mention of Jeffrey the Draft they have in the New York Times article that I've been looking at was that like many parents remember seeing Jeffrey the Draft, the Toys R Us mascot, or even owned a stuffed Jeffrey the Draft toy. Um, again, the thought process is enough people who grew up on Toys R Us in like the sixties, seventies, eighties. Like there's enough like pure people nostalgia. Who are, Right. There's enough people now who grew up with Toys R Us that have kids who would be willing to take their kids there. Um, I think that the math's probably wrong on that, because I think when they closed in 2018, there was enough kids who had gone like because I went to Toys R Us all the time, too. You, you know what I mean? You didn't have to go that far back. Like Nintendo every generation games. Yeah. Every generation yeah, but- grew up with Toys R Us. And so I think that. Um, I think it'll probably end up just being a novelty thing. I think that's probably why they're opening in like malls, opening in airports, places where they can get space, set up shop, make some money, and then get out. Only, you don't have to own a whole building, you know? It's only in cruises and, and airports. Well, well and, then, the other, and then the American like, Mall, yeah, in New Jersey. American Mall, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be the only mall, though. Yeah, right. But even a mall, like, like an airport and a cruise, a mall, like you don't own the building. You just own a spot, and so it's who a lot goes, easier to move. You know what I mean? It's a lot to, easier to close out. Who goes to a mall? Well, no, a, lot America, a lot of kids do. Kids do. The a bigger, like the, the the giant malls, like like that. Yeah, but like small you think malls like the are, Sono are Mall is, is well, no, but like Mall of America, but the, what's called American Dream Mall rather is not a small Ma- mall. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like the big hey, giant isn't that malls. In uh, no, the, uh, well, the Mall of America is Minnesota. Minnesota. I'm talking the American Dream in New Jersey. 
Don't, uh, yeah, one. I may have said Mall of America, but yeah, uh, the one like no, right by like, where the Jets so play. I actually think part of the reason Rutherford. they could reopen it is uh, they probably consolidated a lot of the debt. I think a lot of the issues when they closed weren't because people weren't buying it; is because they made a lot of poor business decisions and expansion. And they got crushed for their debt, and that's why they filed for bankruptcy, which is mm-hmm. is very similar to like a lot of um, current stores, brick and mortar stores being closed now, like Target and uh, Walmart's and stuff. Obviously, they're blaming it on crime, which is isn't true based on even their own numbers. But that's not the point. Um, like, no, it it'll be interesting because um, if they can successfully keep it going under a smarter leadership that doesn't that uh, that focuses more on infrastructure and um, creating uh, something that they can sell to people and actually paying you know their workers and stuff, it's more likely that they'll succeed rather than people who are just focused on stock buybacks and things like that. Yeah, I, again, I don't know. I don't get. It. I don't know what the long term implications of this are. They are still a global company. They do still have actual stores in other countries, uh, just not in the United States. This is their return to the United States specifically. Uh, but I'll be honest, I'm really on Jeffrey watch here. Um, more than anything, I want to know if they kept the draft. Um, I don't know if they did. Again, uh, there was a back when they did the bankruptcy in 2018. One of the properties that they owned that was actually worth some money <laughs> was their draft. And I don't bought know. it. He's a special one. Well, I don't know if anyone bought it. They were they were Macy's, John Cena. Imagine if somebody, if somebody Macy's bought, bought the draft. bought uh, everything towards us. That's what. Okay, they, so then Macy's may own Jeffrey the draft, which means you go to Macy's. Them. Here's the Toys R Us section. Yeah, well, that's true. There is they they, they 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 already do it. Macy's have in the a kid, a Us section. A like I know they have like they have the FAO Schwartz too. Yep. So okay, it like, could be it could be that Macy's owns it, but it could be that they retained it because they wanted to come back someday. So I'm just waiting for the new again the, the tweet reveal of where Jeffrey is. Did he take his talents to uh, Macy's or is he sticking with the Toys R Us brand? That's what I want to know. I can't wait to find out. So let us end this show with some awesome internet questions. Why is cookie dough so damn good? And would you risk y- your own health? For cookie dough, or have been throughout your life, I have cookie oh. dough is amazing. I don't know what it is, but you cookie dough just... is so damn good. You know they make like an edible one, yeah, like that's yeah, like the sound. Well, now I do, is... but now but I have the edible stuff is not. One. Um, it's not as much a concern anymore. It, it was mostly like oh. an old processing issue. I don't. I don't think you can really get it in the same way. Um, and they also I... make edible cookie dough. Like they make it for that reason. But is it really? Does it taste the same? Probably. I don't know. I mean, imitation I crab. Say, There's definitely imitation a TikTok video of someone doing, having both. Imitation crab tastes essentially the same. So, like, why couldn't imitation cookie dough? Sweet cap cookie dough tasting. We'll see how it goes. You like cookie dough, Jose? Eh, I'm sorry. This is... It's weird to eat it like a, it just like glob it up and chomp on it. Right. Oh, when you're a kid, though, you do that, right? Like when your parents are making cookies or whatever. That that's like a that's a rite of passage, right? Lick the spoon or whatnot. Mm-hmm. My childhood was normal. <laughs> no, no, Dude. no, it is. <laughs> there is one thing that people have been talking about for years, and it is so universally beloved. And this question needs to be discussed throughout the culinary world. Should chicken tenders? be on every single menu no matter what the restaurant God. I have to say I thought what you said chicken tenders I thought there was going to be another question and it is are they sandwiches which is a thing that I've had to debate with people. chicken tenders are they sandwiches <laughs> Wait, um, 
Wait, are chicken listen, tender listen, sandwiches? Online politics is weird sometimes. Um, they discuss sandwiches. No, no, be, or chicken tenders and sandwiches. Yes, I'm confused. No wonder why no one gets anything done. <laughs> our chi- no, it's online politics. It's not real. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, so is should chicken tenders be on? Well, I guess it depends. Like, you should always probably have it as like a kids menu. <laughs> and, and an adult menu. Just, what about yeah, for just, grown-ups? Yeah. I love it. It depends. I mean, obviously, yeah, you if you have it on kids menu, you throw like two more on and you charge for an extra ten dollars. Fuck it, why not? Like no but, matter like, if you go into like a like a Roots Crisp or something and you're ordering chicken tenders, you're a fucking idiot. Like <laughs> like Blackstone Steakhouse, I want some chicken yeah, tenders. Like yeah, like if you like, they sh- they should be there for like a kids menu, and obviously it's easy enough to like upscale for like an adult if you you know have a child's palate. But like right. around the horn, when's the last time you ordered chicken tenders, and where? A week ago. <laughs> Wait, where? At Dutch's. Oh, okay, that's fine. It's fast food. How's that? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the last time I ordered chicken tenders. I usually don't order chicken tenders. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's that's the normal answer, by the way. I was expecting yeah, everyone was, to have that answer. It was really? probably the last time I got the, like a KFC because they have the, the tenders and um, they have that little like $5 tender piece thing. And that's yeah, like I, it. I was at a bar. I love ballpark tenders. They didn't have a very big menu. And I didn't want nachos. And they basically didn't have wings, though. They just had like nachos or chicken tenders for the most part, and like fried calamari. That's Ooh, what that was their bar food. That's all I need. And I was like, no, I don't want seafood with my Michelob. So I got chicken tenders, and I was severely disappointed. Oh, they're uh, bad chicken tenders. Now nothing's worse than a bar bad chicken food. tender. Of course they're bad. They're probably Tyson's. They probably just microwave them for me. Um, but yeah, that was the last time. That was that was probably like I want to say three or four months ago. So. This is a two-parter. You don't go to like, like as an adult, you don't like go to a place and order chicken tenders. Oh no, 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 definitely not. Unless you're like going to Buffalo Wild Wings and you're ordering like spicy tenders or some weird. Even still, just get just get chicken wings like an adult, like a grown-up. Bone in. (laughs) You that's going to be a question for next week about bone boneless versus bone. Okay. Okay. What is the best type of coffee? The one you don't drink. I don't know. I don't drink coffee. What do you, what do you mean? There? Black what coffee, you coffee with Splenda and milk. What? <laughs> how do you like your coffee, right? Um, There's a two-part question to this, by the way. Okay, so this is just part one? Part one is what's the best type of coffee? Okay. I typically you like espressos? Do you like iced coffee? Like, like that. Black yeah, I t- coffee? I typically have an iced coffee or a cold brew. A lot of times I drink it black. Or if I do put something in it, it'll be like oat milk. But it's nothing more than that. If a coffee is not tasty with nothing in it at all, then it's not good coffee. I will say, I don't drink coffee either. But I will if I'm desperate and like extremely tired and eat something. And I'll drink it black. What you so, that? I'm a frappe type of guy. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Which kind? Like where we're where, where from, rather? Starbucks. Really, I, I, I like, would not I like have pegged you as a Starbucks guy. <laughs> like my, well, they have a deal where you get uh, Delta points, so you basically double your Delta points every time you go to Starbucks. <laughs> uh, oh, that's that's actually a pretty sweet deal. 
My uh, now the second part of this question: Why do people who drink black coffee think they are better than everyone else? Because it's healthier. Yeah, it's exactly. that's true. That is healthier. Um, they think it's more of a uh, personal statement, if you will. Well, isn't it also like like the it's I think it's more bitter and too like it's more than like oh I'm I'm caveman I'm like more Roman shit when they used to drink coffee <laughs> just straight without all these like fruity flavors and stuff. Well, as someone who drinks a lot of black coffee, I mean I don't think I'm better than anyone in anything for the most part, but. I mean, there is a health benefit that's actually like factually true. The part of coffee that gets bad for you is the additives. Like if you just drink black coffee, you're getting very few calories, very few like, you know, fats and sugars. It's just if you add like six packets of Splenda that you're going to run into like health problems. So I guess there is that angle. And I, I think also, I mean, I kind of made the same thing. Like I made a bit of a comment earlier, like if it doesn't taste good black, it's probably not very good coffee. And I do stand by that. Like that's not to say you can't add stuff in and like taste of caramel. Right. Or like, you know, like a Frappuccino, but like I would say that you can make one of those with bad coffee and you pretty much won't know. Like it won't come up like that the coffee is bad because you're drinking like the caramel and like the creams and all that stuff. But like if you're interested in like a good like the, the coffee tasting good, like liking the taste of the coffee, then the best way to check that would be to just drink the coffee like you don't have anything else in it. Right. And Love. so I don't love coffee. I do like me, like me and my wife, we do actually like seek out coffee bars when we go on vacation or whatever. Like we will, because oh, as, uh, as we discussed, I'm up early <laughs> as she, as is she. And so a lot of times in the mornings we will, like we went to Sedona, Arizona. We tried out a couple different coffees. Like Sedona, coffee Arizona. That sounds like a name of a TV show. You've never been to Sedona? It's a very nice. It's near the Grand Canyon. Like, like an hour from the Grand, the Grand Canyon. We went to see that. We did some other stuff too. But uh, yeah, like, so I don't know. I, I think that if you're someone who likes coffee, then I could see why you drink it black. But I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with liking like cream or sugar or anything like that. I think those are all valid. I, I wouldn't be like, oh, you're not really drinking coffee if you drink a Frappuccino. You are. I just mm -hmm. think that it is harder to taste the coffee if you add more stuff to the coffee. I think that's just kind of simple math, right? Sugar and coffee. All right. So. Nobody saw all that. Don't get the reference. No, we heard it though. Uh, okay, we heard it. <laughs> if somebody says they are terrible with names, does that actually mean they don't give a shit? Jose, what do you think? I'm terrible with names, <laughs> but but, <laughs> but is it because you you really are bad with names or you don't care? I really don't. Yeah, I don't care. It's gonna take <laughs> me a couple of times to get your name. No, sometimes like, like it's. It's it's bad. Like I, this shit happens to me every day. Like when I'm taking a patient in um to a to a nursing home or shit, I I swear to God, every single time I forget. Like unless it's like a basic ass name or it's like something really crazy, I forget their name literally every time. I have to check my records. I got yelled at at one time too. This woman was like, "I don't have time to wait for you." I was like, "Ma'am, it takes me thirty seconds. Literally, it's taking me longer to have this conversation with you than find out what this person's name is." Like sometimes it's just like a thing. So. I want to preface this map by saying I too am terrible with names. Um, and I but. think, no, not, but I think it, it does kind of indicate a lack of, I think not giving a shit is too strong a phrase, <laughs> but I mm -hmm. do think, you know, like when someone introduces themselves to me, I usually am doing something in the middle of that. Right. 
new coworker, let's just say comes in like, this is so-and-so like I'm working. And so I'm like, Oh, hi, nice to meet you. And then it's gone. Uh, like Jose said, it takes me several times knowing and talking to you to like know your name. And a lot of times it frankly takes me going up to somebody and having a very awkward conversation of, I'm so sorry. I don't remember your name. What is your name? And at that point, I'm not doing anything like my the goal of my conversation is to learn that person's name. And so if, if they can get past the fact that they've already like we've already talked probably more than once and I still don't know their name, then I'll know it. But uh, some people can't. And I think that's totally fair because some people are really good. Like when someone comes and introduces themselves, they, like, they drop everything. They get super attentive and like they, they learn who this person is. I am not that way. Um, and again, I don't like I don't want to say it's not giving a shit. I think that that's too like strong a term. That's me being like, oh, I don't care about you, which is mm-hmm. not true. But I am thinking about something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, technically, I mean, technically, you're right and you're wrong. I don't give a shit because I just <laughs> met you. Yeah. So I don't know shit about you. But you remember right? a girl like, you're not, trying to talk it's to? Not, you. It's not a personal. It just right, it's not malicious. It's just like, right, I don't right. really know you. I'm in the middle of something like, nice to meet you. And then you move on yeah. because you're no, like, you're, you're right. I, I'm more in that realm because I too. I'm more. I need it multiple times before I yes. get it like that. And then I will never forget. Right. I, I basically need to ask you your name. Like if you tell, if you offer me your name, I'll hear you and it will go away. You I ever, have to ask the name. If I ask the name, that means like it's all I'm paying attention to and I'll remember your name. But if I don't ask for your name and you like offer it up as part of like something, if we're doing something, you can pretty much be sure that I don't remember it unless like we're really like together a lot. <laughs> And then, like, maybe I'll hear enough people say your name. They'll just kind of, like, through osmosis, just be like, oh, I know that name. Uh, yeah, you can't do rare. the trick where you're like, hey, what's going on? No, because I don't live in a sitcom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. So just two more questions. Um, one, hmm, you meet somebody, whether online or in person, and you are awaiting your first date interaction and stuff. I think it's pretty clear that if the conversation is dry and weak, you should abort and not see them because they don't care enough. Or is it you're overthinking? Maybe there is a chance and uh, the weak conversation can make up for itself when you meet in person. Which side are you guys on? I, I don't know. Like, it's somebody who just recently got out of the dating game. Um, like it, if, if it's dry, like you give it a couple of days, like usually, especially if it's online and it's not clicking, you kind of know like right away and it's, it's kind of easy to bounce away. So you don't even have to like worry about it. Um, I think it's, it's at this point, like, you know, you know, or you don't, or unless you're like new to online dating or new to like the dating scene, you, you kind of can tell at this point. Right. Absolutely. Want to go, Ryan? That's like you and me. I think we're gonna say the same thing. So I think you can go. If the, I mean, dry. I just literally just had cut this bitch off two seconds ago because she was dry as fuck. Mid show. I did just now. Whoa! We could have got her on the show to do this. Just texted like, "Hey, listen, if you want to chill." Nah, it just seemed like the conversation wasn't going nowhere. So I was like, "Ah." 
if you want to smash, just let me know. Just keep keep it moving. All right, so we're we we're, we're gonna say the same thing as as Jose knows because I never include the word smash in my answer. Um, but I do think that if you don't have a connection, it is okay to bear. Yeah. Now, I think as many of these questions often do have a kernel of reality mm-hmm. to them, and I do think that people, while they're dating, can overthink. I think dating's supposed to be fun. Uh, I never did online dating. Uh, so I can't speak to that, uh, that aspect of it, but I know that dating writ large is meant to be a good time. And if you're not having a good time, it could be because of the dry conversation, or it could be because you're not letting yourself have a good time. Mm -hmm. So I would say, don't be so quick to say, Oh, I'm not having a good time. This must be a bad match. Consider at least for a moment that, you're blocking yourself from enjoying the experience from enjoying like getting to know somebody from enjoying getting to have like an interaction. Like we went how long without like talking to people as a collective nation, it's okay to have an interaction with someone that doesn't lead to, you know, meeting your future wife or as a Jose eloquently puts it, hooking up. Mm-hmm. It's okay if not. not call, I don't. I don't. I know what you call. I know. I think that it's okay if you're like, you know what? Good conversation, or maybe not even good conversation. Be like, fine interaction, not for me going forward. I don't think you always have to try and like algorithm through, you know, texts per second. Is this compatible? Sometimes you could just meet them and find out in person, have you a good night them. out. Um, and that's what that would be my advice. Really? Yeah, that'd be my advice. If I can't text you, what makes you think me in person is going to really mean anything? Like, you <laughs> never know. Any different. You never know. Some people are bad no. at texting. I will Some say I agree with you. You know, I agree with Jose. Sometimes it's easier for me to, to, to have a conversation in person. Like, uh, right. Like some people are like, no, some things don't come across in the yeah. same way through texting. You don't have the same, like, uh, uh, emotion or, uh, uh, emotes like, like, you know, like you, like the, the feeling behind whatever you're saying may not come across in the right way. Um, or maybe but you're not, but you're receptive back to me is the part point. If I'm communicating, well, yeah, but, but part of that could be thrown off from just, the the medium of the, or the ability right. like like sometimes I ask a question to, to like my girlfriend and it's just it doesn't make sense how I try phrased it or she didn't understand it mm-hmm. and then when I see her and we have the conversation about whatever it was it's a different conversation like it's very possible what? that just that works I get what you're saying but if I go to a girl and be like hey how's your day and I just get the answer good I ain't going nowhere from that. Well, yeah, but the, no one's saying you should. Some people, but some people open up more in like a personal sense. Person. Listen, as it, this is anecdote, right? Very recently, I texted my wife like a whole bunch of stuff, the kind of important stuff, by the way, like for our, like the, for our day, like we had a bunch of plans, right? And this is at two in the afternoon. And I know my wife, because of her job, doesn't have her phone on her. She can't, not allowed. Um, so she can only check in afterward. And so she gets it done afterward. And she calls me because she had gotten a message from a friend of mine asking about something. She's like, what did you co- like commit us to? What is going on? I'm like, I texted you all this two hours ago. But like, she just, when all of it came in on her phone, like she didn't think that, all right, let's stop. Let me check what my husband said first and then see if everything makes like, no one thinks like that. So like sometimes you're just over the phone 
you got too much stuff going on. You got too many people. Right. You know I just I mean? just to interject so, at this point, you're at the point with the marriage combo. I'm saying when you first meet somebody to try to get their interest, like well, when you're at that level. But maybe yeah, when you're at this level, normal people, people who have known each no, other. No, you, no, you're dead inside. Um. That too, but I was that beforehand. So that's, right. Um. You know, I really would have loved to have you on Fresh Faces. We had this uh, talk, a similar talk last week on this and about clearly me imply, trying to figure out my dating. And then I heard the best advice of my dating life from you two, Jose and Ryan. I heard. I hear my show every single day. After every single episode, I hear the whole show. I heard that segment again and again and again about conservative, being a conservative man, and then turning yourself from and be yourself, but turn to 11. That like had this amazing spark in me that helped me clean slate and go back to a, a better time mentally for that and dating like I needed to hear that, and it was great. And I wow. feel like the last person we were talking to, which we didn't see each other, but hearing that advice, go with what I think, where I think it'll go, but also understanding, hey, that old conservative, boring me who since my last serious relationship, that was me dating for the last three years. And then I heard... That advice again from Jose and Ryan and the fresh faces. I'm just glad you're here that it had this great <laughs> spark and it made me believe in myself again to go back to my better approach in dating. I mean, so like, 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 for that. So, Thank you. so you're like, the very thing with very quickly with dating is like, it's very rare to find somebody like early on that you, when you're like younger, when you're like your 18s um, to you, you click with, I mean, it happens, but like, you're not a fully formed person. Like you're a very different person who you are at 18, who you are at 21, who you are at 25, who you are at 30. So like, you're going to have these experiences. And if you're in that like 21, 25, 30 range, like you're still figuring out who you are as a person. Like it takes you a while. And the, the, the real answer is just be as weird as you want to be. Like just And exactly. And I think that helped me better earlier on i wasn't because myself you have to be, you have to be secure with yourself before oh, yeah. you can you do something else and like if you end up in a relationship where after a while it's like hey look we've been at this for a while and i don't know if i want to do this anymore it's hard to to break that off because you've been with a person for a while but sometimes it just you know it doesn't work and that's something right. you have to figure out as well like it it is it is easier to do the thing to be to be comfortable than it is to be happy. Absolutely, man. And we just got a great soundbite for life with that amazing stuff, faces. And um, you're absolutely right. And that's and the best thing get about being yourself and just go for it. You be you, turn up to eleven. And I feel I felt like a whole new person since then. And you know, when she texted me a day later after saying, are we good? She said, oh, you're a nice guy. I don't know if I should be dating now, blah, blah, blah. I just responded, yeah, I'm not feeling you either. Peace. Okay, but like if they said like, I and don't know I if I should on. be feeling dating. Yeah, I don't know if I should be dating if your response is, I'm not feeling you either. It's not like a great response. You're right. <laughs> I admit that was that was cold. But she, but. But like, you but think, she could I have mean, been yeah. more courteous too. Instead of implying, like, I know you're just, you know what I mean. Well, I, I think they, she was honestly, trying to. I don't. I don't. And she and by the actions of taking so long, 
and stuff. I was just it like, was a while, yes, because we know the whole story. Yeah. It, it, you guys were going back and forth for a while before that text came. Yeah, and you would reschedule twice. So I do agree. At that, you know, the, the, exactly. The at that, that point, the chances that the first two reschedules were something different, and then <laughs> that third one was the first time well, she'd been like, no, but exactly. Uh, but I Bye. Will say, yeah, me and Jose we're actually going to launch the uh, the Love Shack show. <laughs> for we should. We should. I think me and Jose could probably get the whole world to fall in love um, if they just listen to us. Yes. But yeah, that this mo- that moment and saying goodbye to that perspective. I feel like a whole new person by dating and whatever comes happens and I'm happy in my skin. And guess yeah, what? Yeah. If you stick with me and this brand becomes something. Now. You're rich too. So well, there you go. <laughs> but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Let's finish one more question. Last question. All right. Why do people say they can't watch a two hour movie, but will binge watch a whole eight episode hour long drama series and say the same thing? Who says they can't watch a two hour movie? Dummies. Yeah, I never heard that. Oh, hold up. Like, I never heard that. It, you know who told me AJ the man, the our Gen Z rap. Two hour movie? Does he mean three hour movie? No, two hours, one hundred twenty minutes. The Gen that's Z like correspondent. Standard, that's like a standard movie. Yeah, I know. And, and he, and he was. And he, I was talking with him this week just about some stuff. He said, "Yeah, dude, two hours—that's too long for me." <laughs> that made me laugh. I mean, yeah, that's a normal movie. I guess it depends on the movie. Like you make me watch Benjamin Buttons or some bullshit like that. I well, that would be like three hours. That's the what makes the problem. I love a good well, three-hour movie. Name, name me a, two, a shitty two-hour like, movie. Let's go to prison or some shit. Maybe I was, some dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. If it's a two, if it's under two hours, it's like a kids' cartoon, yeah, or exactly. it's like. Or if it's like a really poorly made comedy movie or something like that. Like honestly, you could argue like a, it's like a Hallmark movie. Like, <clears throat> it's not like a real like it has to be a little bit over two hours. Right. For two hours. To, like, yeah, I would say those type of five. movies are more like an hour and a half to between an hour and a half and uh, two hours. Yeah, yes. Like if we're, we're not talking about everyone has to love like I don't fucking know Avengers or like if you watch the, the last movie. Avatar movie, like which was three fucking hours and that was unbearable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like it's yeah, I get it. That there's some movies are just too long now. But like uh-huh. two hours is a weird cutoff. That's like like you basically have a child's uh um ability to pay attention, and even children can do better than that. But like no, it, it comes down to like how, also the like the timing of things. Like like you may watch an eight, uh, a, a season of a show in a weekend. But that's because, like, to you, it's like a comfort thing. Like, you're physically comfortable, happy. You know, you just kind of feel like you're relaxing. Or maybe you have it in multiple TVs and stuff as you're, like, going about cleaning your house and stuff. Or, like, there's other things. And also, like, if you're watching something for, like, like an eight-hour show, you're not watching one. You're, like, on your phone. You're, like, going to the bathroom. Yeah, you're right. Not, like, right. Like, like, even things that I'm interested in, I, I you know, there's other things going on. Like nobody sits through everything without like we have too much. And and again, this is this is a little bit of a tangent. But like when I used to work as a, uh, a PT tech, people would be like, oh, yeah, you're on your phone all the time. I was like, yeah, you should want that. I have access to literally all of human information. I For all you know, I'm bettering myself. Mm-hmm. I better be playing D, but they didn't know exactly. that. Like, <laughs> But like it's like it's like I why why is it different than having a book open? Like it's different. So I want to right. say this. I think 
now that you've got you've got me interested, I want someone to be brave enough to make a three and a half hour Paw Patrol movie. Um, <laughs> I want to see what the what? I want to see what the kids do when the Paw Patrol is three hours, not just Oppenheimer. That is a uh, stretch. But no, I mean, I think I get the point, like about long movies in general. Um, like I think I know what like what we're saying here. Like long doesn't mean good. I agree. You can have something that's shorter and also good, but you I think that just terrible. Two, yeah, two hours. I think it'd be very difficult in my mind to make a complete movie in that comes in under two hours. Um, yeah, I mean, there are episodes of television that can't be done in less than an hour. So the idea that you Stranger Things, whole, yeah. So the idea that you could do a whole movie in two episodes of Stranger Things, as Matt just pointed out, I find that, that those don't run times were unnecessary. I, I agree with that too, but I'm just saying in general, like I do think it'd be if someone can do it, then grow good, do it. By the way, I think if you could tell a story quickly, that's good. Then you should. You should never make your story longer just to have a longer story. But I think two hours is like probably Stranger Things. Un, yeah, exactly. I think uh, two hours is on two under two hours is a very difficult goal for a movie. Um, as would be like you know like it'd be the same as like trying to do like six 15 minute episodes of like a TV series. Like even a web, even a good web series is going to either need more episodes or more time per episode than that. You know, as long as it, as long as the writing's good, as long as it's acted well, as long as it's directed sharply, as long as you have a good movie, the runtime doesn't matter. And with that, we are going to end our runtime on this show. And it was everything I wanted as everything you wanted and everything this audience wanted. Great quality content. Great stuff, Fresh Faces, Jose and Ryan. We'll see you guys very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Bravo, gentlemen. You all killed it out there. What a great, great productive conversation. All right. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding the show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter and X at Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So that wraps up another week. Hopefully we get more of a fall feel over the next few days and it's about to get a little cool, not cold, but cool, where we have beautiful vanilla skies, where we have leaves changing all cover, all different colors. We are enjoying life as it is and we're just enjoying October. The only other thing to add to it, if there was October baseball with the Yankees being involved, definitely missing that. A competent New York Giants team would be nice too. We'll see what the Jets do as well this weekend. So I have a lot of football to watch. I have a lot of fall to enjoy. And I hope you are all doing the same. So it's going to be a great time. And we are returning next week with three stellar shows. Week five in the NFL on Wednesday. Week six in the college football season on Thursday. And then Friday, we are back with a whole new tweet cap. So let us enjoy it and also plan out some cool Halloween costumes while you're at it. So let us enjoy the weekend. Thank you to Jose Rivera, Fresh Faces, New Ideas, and Ryan Page for their contributions to the show today. Thank you to Alex DeJesus, a.k.a. Doloren, for what he does behind the scenes. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for always supporting us 
no matter what. And you know we love each and every single one of you. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. And I'll see you next week. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Peace.